It's time for the movie rating. Tonight's victim is director, writer, Thomas J. Churchill. Has been known for doing xenophobia. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Hello, hello. What have we been doing lately aside from xenophobia being released already? Wow. Uh, well, xenophobia is my uh, latest project, my first sci-fi film, and it's my first collaboration with artist uh, Joe Cashno and Stephen Escobar. Before that, I've been in the action thriller and horror thriller world. I've uh, written and directed a film called Checkpoint, Nation's Fire, which is coming out December 3rd. We did a film called The Emerging Past, Director's Cut, which is available everywhere now. There's a film on Netflix called The Hard Way, which I've written, Randy Couture and Michael J. White produced the film Mr. Hush, and the jumping into xenophobia was an exciting time to do a sci-fi film. Now, having to jump into this, even though it was exciting for you a bit, how, how was the actual overall change for you? What, did it kind of feel awkward, the fact that you're stepping to a total new territory, and the fact that you're working with Joe Castro, was clearly is very dedicated, very strongly about his work, and then having to collaborate, that this is basically kind of just purely new to you. I mean, how does that overall work for you during the process of this project? Well, uh, I worked with Joe Castro. I, uh, I hired him to do all the effects work on the film uh, Nation's Fire, an action thriller stars Bruce Stern, two-time Academy Award nominee Bruce Stern, Gil Bellows, Kristen Ratton, and Krista Grotti. an action biker film. So then I'm putting a film together called uh, M, and he worked on this that talked about doing some collaboration and he pitched me this anthology type of story that he wanted to do. He had this concept, him and Stephen had this concept for about 20 years, but he wanted to finally get it off the ground. He sat together, we talked about how it would go down, the dynamics of it, the arc of the whole film, why we would want to do an anthology film but not make it feel like an anthology film. Three of us produced the entire film, and then uh, the three of us went off and did, wrote and directed our, our segment in the film. My segment is called The Sullivan House, which is the last segment of the film that deals with, kind of like, uh, as people have been calling it, saying my segment is kind of like Pulp Fiction meets The Thing. And, you know, both movies are great. Wanted to do something a little different and interesting than the others, but it all has to do with the alien abduction sitting there doing my first sci-fi film was kind of a blast. It was, it was exciting to jump into that world. How much time did it actually take you to piece your story in order to make an overflow of the whole, the rest of the stories in order to make it really work? How, how much time would you say in terms of uh, the creating this type of episode for you and then having to, you know, get with everybody else and make sure this is an even flow of the story? Well, Sullivan House was the first project that was off that we did. We used the same crew that went on to do all the films so they all had the same look and feel. Uh, we used the same cinematographer that I normally Use used for the, throughout the film. We didn't want it to feel very jolting when you're going from story to story. We wanted it to feel like you're watching one movie. And I think we achieved that. I feel the segments that were told, they're very different. They're fun. They're scary. Uh, they're, they're entertaining. We captured everything that Joe and Steve and I discussed we wanted to do. Where we wanted to do a throwback to the films of yesteryear, the old drive-in movies, the old sci-fi end-of-the-world type of films. We wanted to try to do that, still give it a modern spin to it. And doing different alien genres, alien species, nobody's ever done that before. 
and I believe nobody's done a sci-fi alien abduction anthology film before. We are the first in all of it, and we're very excited about that. Yeah, I always had that vibe when I watched this film. I always felt like, okay, it's it's that feel to where you think there's something around the corner or something above you that could just simply just come down, swoop you up at any given moment throughout this entire film, before, during, and after the, the actual character scenes. And it also has some suspense. It definitely has that good horror, uh, old-school feel to it. That's how I felt when I was watching this movie. The fact is that it's, it's an anthology, like you mentioned, and, and, and definitely something I've never seen, which I also applaud for that because I like seeing some two different elements or two or two sci from sci-fi and horror combined together within this different kind of direction and having to go into this kind of direction it, it brings something more unique on its own it's not just another sci-fi film you know everybody always says when when you hear about multiple directors on a project they, they automatically assume that the three directors are working together shooting the film and that's not the case we all had our individual plans we all had our focus we all had our stories to maintain the entire film took either 13 or 15 days to shoot the entire movie we each had I think it was three or four days to put each story together it was a really fun exciting time we were able to call in some friends and family uh, favors I know we called in Manu and we called in Kristen Renton and Angie Stevenson and on my segment for Andy Stevenson and Mark Holdley and Chris Kelly Ryder and TV Bradley, Rachel Sterling, the other one in the office segment. Kristen Renton I just worked with on Nation's Fire and Angie Stevenson, we've been wanting to work together for a while. I know Joe and Steve worked with uh, Baker and Frank uh, Stevens already on other projects. So this is doing it all, like I said, calling up friends and family, sharing what we have and seeing who wants to jump on board to make a great project yeah and it's like you mentioned this film has a, a little bit of a difference compared to the other films this has a different change of tone compared to other films out there do you think this is more of an example that it is possible to continue change so Filmmaking has been involving since uh, 100 plus years. And stories, there's only eight stories in the world, you know, and everybody always draws from those stories. And Mary Plato and Socrates pretty much told them all. But going back and taking a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and mixing it together and creating something. I mean, this is the first time I've seen an anthology. You don't know what it's an anthology when you're watching the film. It's not like, you know, each film, each segment has chapter, as you would see in a creep show type of movie or tells from the dark side. We wanted the audience to sit down for 85 minutes, put on their seatbelt, and, and just have a fun ride. They want, you know, to show them things that may be a little traditional with aliens, and then show them things that are completely different. Uh, we had, as I stated, there is various different type of species of aliens in our film, from some that practical effect, you know, that's what attracted me to work with Joe. Joe is a magician. Joe Castro, to me, he's been, he gets better and better with age. He's been doing this since he's 14 years old, just seeing all the various creatures the man comes up with. Just worked on two other films that I just wrote and directed that once a creature feature, he created a large creature, and the other one is a vampire movie that he's done all the work on. So, I mean, I've been working with him on the last five projects, and I just think he's just, each project, he tops himself. 
and Stephen, his first directorial debut, did very good. He's a good producer, great editor, and any award-winning editor. And he, too, is like a magician with his craft. So working with two guys that are very good at what they do, it was kind of a nice fit to somewhat hopefully change the job. Eighty-five percent of the population that's been watching this has been favorable and kind of got it and understood what the movie was going for, its theme, style, and basically the homage to uh, all the films we grew up on. Xenophobia is just a fun film. Of course, people will start critiquing, comparing a xenophobia movie to a Independence Day. You gotta look at it this way. Look, this is an indie film. If we had a hundred plus million dollars it takes to make an independent film, Independence Day movie, of course our film would look just as slick and chic as those films. Dealing with being independent and doing stuff on your own of what you want to get. Independent films doesn't mean we're broke. It just means you work outside the studio system. And I think the movie has, a, you know, a merit between the what went into it. The writing is good on all of it. The acting is good. You know, the acting is uh, where it's supposed to be on the stories, you know. Certain storylines are a little more campier than others. So you want the actors to, to have fun and play with that because you're, you're, you're telling a story that, like an homage to the 50s driving movies. Was, was all the acting back then, you know, uh, Oscar winners? No, you had great actors doing what they do, playing it up to the role. I think we did a great job. I'm very proud of Xenophobia. I'm proud uh, to be a producer on the film. I'm proud to be a writer and director on it. And I'm glad that it's getting the reception out there of fans loving it. And that's what we made it for, was basically for the fans and for us as filmmakers. Fantastic, man. And since the release of Xenophobia, has the overall effect changed your uh, directorial ability compared to your other works? Like, has it enhanced it or has it shaped it up even better than that you ever thought would be? Since Xenophobia, I've directed two other projects, two other films. I'm conscious more of fans than just being a storyteller and telling the film, show, you know, telling the story of the way uh, I would want to see it. Now I'm more conscious of what fans would think how fans would feel, what would they like to see, how fun would it be. Just wrapped a, a vampire movie literally two weeks ago, and that atmosphere, atmospheric and very scary style, you know, suspense thrill vampire film, I had fans in my head, what would they like to see in a vampire movie? How can I make a vampire movie different than what's been told since the 30s? Before that, I mean, you don't think back to the first horror film ever made was a vampire movie in the 1800s from a French director. We think back to Bela Lugosi in the 30s as Dracula, or, or earlier than that, with Nostradamus. I wanted to do something different. How do I do something different? I got Joe Castro to create a brand new vampire. After each film I do, I learn more about myself as a director and more about my surroundings which is my band, which is the public, the audience, people that's just, you know, want to go be entertained for two hours. I want to give those people a ride. I want to, I make movies for me because I like seeing certain stories, but ultimately I'm making movies for you, for the audience, for them to have something else. I mean, look, we're on this planet for a short period of time. When it's said and done and I'm gone and gone to wherever I go next, I want people to you know, hopefully dissect my movies in film school. I want to know what I was thinking when I was setting up a particular long shot or why did I choose this type of film? Why did I make this type of creature? You know, I'd love to do that. 
me then that's where if you can touch somebody and get the best out of them and, and inspire someone behind you or alongside of your journey going in this world, I think that is better than winning an Oscar or winning any type of awards. Helping your fellow man or woman is to me the best achievement possible. I totally agree, man. And go ahead and plug in any websites that others can check out Xenophobia as well as any Joe Castro's works that either yourself that we can check out right now. Well, uh, Xenophobia, they can check it out right now. It's uh, streaming on every platform, including Amazon Prime. Go pick it up if you want to watch a physical DVD. You can get it still in stores at Walmarts and Best Buys or Amazon. You can Google Joe Castro and Steven Escobar. They got a bunch of projects called Terratunes, the Terratune series. I don't know their particular websites, but you can catch them both on Facebook. Myself, my website is churchhillproductions.com. You can Google me, Thomas J. Churchill. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. My films, you can stream right now. They're on Amazon private streaming platform. Just type in my name. Netflix has a project that I wrote right now. Everything else, Checkpoint and uh, Rackpack and Emerging Past is all on, on the streaming services. Nations Fire, my action biker film will be released on the third so that's the next one that people can catch uh, my project there you have it everybody that is director and writer Thomas J. Churchill thank you thank you I enjoyed my time with you Mike thank you very much